Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy in between. Don't forget, you can send your burning questions by voice or email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytime, D-L-O-V-E, at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Now, let's cozy up and join our hosts, Alice and BK Johnson. Right, welcome back to Sexy Time. How are you welcome doing? Welcome back to Sexy Time. Alice. Mm. As you know, I am nursing the end of a cold. Um, I went back to my singing job this week and... Um, I immediately, the first day back, caught something from an unmasked singer. Singers are spreaders, man. <laughs> Gotta watch out for us. I like it when they spread. It's it's nice, but not what it's you're talking a, about. Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah. It's a, we are super spreaders. <laughs> super spreaders. And thank you, Mr. Sosomnius, for that lovely introduction. Today we're talking about physical health and sex. Um, this was actually one that we uh, came up with from our lovely Patreon. So let's give a shout out to them. In Pillow Talk after the show, we came up with this topic. It was uh, special shout outs to Monster J, Shirley, It's Koala, and Lindsay and John Paranormal. Thank you so much. That's on patreon.com forward slash sexy time podcast. If you want to uh, join in on that fun of the shout outs or just uh, come join our Discord. There's a lot of plenty. There's plenty of options to support the show and we appreciate each and every one of you. Um, I had one thing though that came up recently on a on a news article that I saw. It didn't have to do with physical health, but it was interesting. And it's, it's not that uplifting, but it said average. They did a poll with like teenagers in the USA, and they said that the average kid, the for average age kids see porn for the first time is at the age of twelve, and thirteen percent said they start seeing it even ten or younger. Which I is, I would say, the first time I saw porn was probably around. Sixth grade, yeah. How old? Are, how old is a sixth grader? I always forget the age. I think um, of the numbers. Eleven, twelve. It is eleven, twelve. Yep. Mine was around yeah seventh, eighth grade. I think seventh. So it would be twelve, thirteen. Now, but nowadays, I think it's interesting because does that count magazines? That's what I was going to ask. The first thing I literally saw was at a playground at my Catholic elementary school, <laughs> but it was so short that I don't really count it. It was just right. like a little I clipping. Like, I feel like that introduction was before that, like, I don't know, eight or something. The first time Nine. a friend showed me image porn on a computer, like literal seeking out porn was like, yeah, 12, I think. Yeah, 11. for me, um, we found a VHS uh, porn that my father had hidden under the couch. What, and how old are you? Uh, probably 11. That's funny. Right under the couch. That's... that's under the couch. That's, well... He also used to... Um, we... I'm going to date myself here, but yeah, we used to... Um, we used to be on the internet before there was an internet, you know, back in the days of like AOL and Prodigy and bulletin boards. And um, my dad used to have these floppy disks that he had somehow, you know, downloaded pictures, porn pictures from the internet and uh, put them all on floppy disks and they were labeled dad's pics, do not touch. Floppy. 
So you know how I got really good at technology. <laughs> it's so funny. It's the reverse I psychology. I got my way around that. Yeah. Oh, you know that's yeah. the first thing you're going to look at saying. Of like, course. Don't touch these cookie jar. This cookie jar. I'm going to go for of the cookies. Of course. Wow. That's funny. I was going to say like maybe there's some porn on Betamax somewhere. Anyway, go ahead. I would assume kids nowadays have much earlier access because of the internet. I was thinking the same thing. So again, like for anyone who does the magazines or VHS under the couch might not be good. But in general, it's good to know as anyone who has like kids in that age thinking they're not going to see porn until they're officially adults or older or even like maybe 14 or something. It's like on average, it's going to be that. So, you know, communicate appropriately. Uh, if you if you are concerned about that at all, you might want to cut it off at the at the spout and at least start talking about it there instead of letting the school do sex education whenever or like their friends as all of our friends did show us like porn that they're they're discovering at the age of 12 so yeah uh it would be a especially now with the internet definitely just a friendly reminder just saw that article friendly. it was very interesting well we have a physical health questions did you want me to kick us off or did you want to start us off alice i'm gonna let you do it all right well i'm gonna let let Asians go first. I, it's this isn't me, although it might be helpful to me as well. I am fat and I need tips. <laughs> Stop that. That's the question. <laughs> you are not. So, I've been dating my girlfriend and for months now. If you don't believe now. me, come over to Sexy Time on <laughs> on YouTube. We're at Sexy Time Podcast on YouTube, and you can see this this live oh. lovely being. Thank not you. Not fat. Not fat. Go on. Sorry. I do my best. Uh, I've been I've been dating my girlfriend for months now, and I've been putting off sex, and I think she's getting tired of waiting. Now I'm a fat guy, and she's very skinny, but because of my weight, I have extra fatty tissue in my pelvic area, making my penis appear smaller. And because of my size, I have a decreased stamina and endurance, and I'm afraid of not being able to satisfy her. I don't mind fingering or going down on her, but I can't uh, get her to completion, and I'm afraid that in sex it will be worse, and I won't be good enough. Does anyone have any helpful advice? Uh, she is actually going to be coming over to my place tomorrow. And I would like to do it tomorrow, but I need advice. Good. Glad, glad we got this question early. Well, I'm glad to hear Good that luck. you're going to go ahead and pull the trigger, uh, so to speak. Because um, it doesn't help to keep waiting, right? Like, uh, it just you can't. You can't finger her forever i mean i suppose you could if that's what you guys were into but it doesn't sound like it so kudos to you for making the plan and making it happen go ahead yes 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 um so number one piece of advice is to please communicate um find out what works best for her and if she doesn't know yet experiment together and play and find things uh if you're not familiar with various sexual positions the internet is a wide world of all sorts of information. There are lots of different sexual positions that you can try, some of which will help you for your size. Um, I am familiar with the phenomenon of which you speak. Um, I, I wouldn't worry so much about whether your penis looks smaller, but uh, if you are on top, you may need to go ahead and give yourself a hand and pull that part of your your belly out away from your penis while you're inserting into her it sometimes makes it easier for insertion um 
but there are, like I said, there are lots of different positions you can try. She might have more success on top. You might have a good time on your side. You might have a good time doing doggy style or off the bed. Maybe might work well for you mm. to get some really good leverage in there. If, um, you're feeling like your your penis is a little too small for the job. I'm, I'm hearing that, but I'm not sure if that's the truth. Um, first of all, just want to encourage you that a lot of women don't like it as large as you think they do. Mm -hmm. um, and second of all, if she does want more, uh, a great way to get leverage is to have her like either so that her her well, have it so that her butt is like right at the edge of the bed and she's like lying back on it and you're standing up. Uh, you know, so she's lying down, you're standing up and it's a little easier that way. She can have her legs either up on you or down underneath you and you can get more leverage. It'll be easier for you. And really, I want to encourage you not to um, let shame or your own body um, consciousness get in the way of you having a good time mm -hmm. and feeling sexy. And frankly, again, if that involves you, you know, pulling your fat to the side or up or down or whatever, so that you can get some good leverage, don't hesitate to do that. She's with you. She clearly thinks you're beautiful or she wouldn't be with you. Mm -hmm. So don't you let your own, mm. uh, concerns about how you might look get in the way because she's already with you she's already chosen to be here with you and chosen to be with you in that bed so you enjoy yourself have a great time and look you know if anything funny happens please laugh <laughs> exactly i love it that's exactly what i was going down when i was thinking okay i went down i was going down in my head thinking about this is he needs to get out of his head is the first thought and um I love how you went over the the actual different techniques and physical ways you could do it. Um, but the first thing I do want to say is, you know, kind of what you were saying, Alice, it's perfect. She's she's willing to have sex with you. And she, is she having sex with you because she expects you to have a larger penis, according to you, that you might it looks smaller or like she expects you to perform like perfectly in that? No, she wants to have sex with you because that's what happens, you, you learn what pleases each other in bed. You don't immediately like meet Don Juan every time or whatever, right? So it's a lot of part in your head saying, oh, this is going to be terrible because you're thinking of the things you are concerned about yourself and your own physique. So definitely get out of your head and relish in the fact that she does want to have sex with you. And you, it sounds like you tried fingering and tongues, which is great. Um, and if that's not going all the way as what you're saying, like getting to orgasm, um, one thing you could also introduce gradually, not immediately to fix right now, but in the future, um, is also thinking about like toys as well. Cause again, don't, don't think like, oh no, I can't get her off with, you know, penetration and penis either. What am I going to do? It must be because I'm a fat. It's like, no, no, no. The majority, uh, or more often it's the clitoral stimulation that will be the source of female orgasms and penetration no matter what. And as Alice said, not all women are size queens, which are fine. Size queens are fine too. But, uh, yeah, so it's a lot in your head is what I'm saying. And I, I'm thinking, um, to help assuage some of those fears in your head is try those different positions. Think of, uh, again, stay centered in the fact that you are in a awesome relationship where you both care enough about each other to constantly keep trying to have sex. Even again, you can think it's negative that you didn't get her off with your tongue and finger yet, but that's a positive that she still wants to keep going with you and learning how to get each other off. That's the fun part of it. So, um, hopefully you will enjoy it as well of getting in that mindset. And uh, I'm excited for you. Good luck tomorrow. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, yeah, it's prom night. <laughs> <laughs>
And yeah, in the future, again, you can think of like toys or different things of that, but uh, always make it fun and, and light and laughing if, if things are, uh, you know, not as you expect. And you might want to get out of expectations because you know what they say about great expectations. It's going to be fun. No, what do they say? I don't know. There's a book about it. <laughs> Read the book. You'll figure it out. It's a classic. I don't, I don't. They make an ass out of you that and that me. Book covers. Um... Wait, that's great excuses. <laughs> no, wait, assu wait assuming. That's uh, never mind. Assumptions. It's great assumptions. assumptions. All right, you got another question, Alice. I'm done making I a fool do, of myself. I do. No, you're amazing. Um, okay. So this is from a 34-year-old female wondering how to feel sexier while battling cancer. I'm currently battling breast cancer and will be starting chemo very soon. I've already got, unfortunately, a lot of surgical scars and the cancer really has messed up my body in general. If the chemo treatment goes well, I'm planning to also most likely have both breasts removed. I still have not gotten dressed or been naked in front of my 39-year-old male boyfriend for a while now. I know that he still loves me no matter how much how much my body has changed or how, how I look, but I would like to learn some tricks. And if you have any tips, I would really appreciate it on how to continue to raise my confidence while I'm battling cancer and going through chemo. Mm. You're awesome. I'll tell you that. Um, still, like that's basically a lot of what we talk about here where you're, you're kind of the epitome of looking at the positive side of sex and relationships instead of the negative because a lot of the times um, it's the reverse where, you know, they give up in something like that or they blame the visual and how you know yeah he loves me but well it looks negative but you're you're still looking for the positive in life and that's one thing I, i'm just very grateful to that just one thing i'd like to say about that is that the way you phrase that question i can tell you're a freaking awesome individual and looking for the good things in life for both you and your partner and others so um i know it's got to be a tough situation you know you probably hear it all the time with oh my goodness i'm sorry that's tough but uh, I did want to say that I did see that from your question very clearly. And I think that's what you tap into. It's very difficult. Um, I've, I've actually lost uh, in the past year and a half multiple family members to cancer here in Japan. So it was very sorry, BK. difficult. Yeah. It actually was funny. Um, one, of the, one of my aunts here, she was, she was actually, you know, very, she was, it wasn't breast cancer, so it was, it was, uh, I don't know, is breast cancer, there's many people who recover for them at, right? So hers was definitely more near the end type of thing because it was uh, pancreatic, I think, right? So it's, it's different. That's a tough yeah. one. And yeah. so um, it was near the end there, but like we all had this big family get together. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't for her, but it was like one of those, like, you know, um, Japanese tradition ones. But it, it was just, I have a story to tell with her always like, uh, like suggesting things for people to eat. She always would cook and be, uh, you know, such a lively, bubbly person. So <laughs> I I went a little too far in eating like whatever she recommended. And I ate like fish eyeballs for the first time for, for her. <laughs> and it's not like it was like very important, <laughs> but it was always just like that thing that was her thing to recommend food to everybody and cook everybody. But that I was like, normally I would say no, but I'm just going to 
I'm just going to try it for you. It's just a funny conversation. It's not like a big deal or anything. It's not like I'm like feeling like, oh, I did a good job because I ate fish eyeballs. But that was kind of my story before she passed. Um, but I think I we didn't notice she was still that lovely, bubbly person, even though you could see physically. Um, I saw that with a lot of family, friends, her husband at near the end there. And I think, again, it is all coming from within and things that you're concerned about. So it's going to be it's the hardest test ever. I can't imagine going through it myself, but it does come, the peace and those things come from within. A lot of the times, you know, they say it in for sex and stuff, what's the most, how should I dress? It's like, what makes you feel sexy? has nothing to do with what they, you know, like what they're going to do. If you feel sexy, or if you feel that way, it's coming from within. And um, that party I had with uh, the family members, with the aunt, again, it's like, no, it, it was all forgotten because it was like she wasn't, making that the topic she her mind wasn't on that it was really just like the, it was normal she was recommending food she was really nice and light and bubbly even though you could see it was a big difference in her physicality she was very thin and frail and, and had some issues but it was like no one really noticed that because she stayed true to that stuff inside and that's what i would recommend as well it's it's, it's easier said than done but obviously i've definitely seen some instances of that and i think that is the key loving yourself, understanding that you you deserve that as well, which is why I think I like the way you said that question. I'm like, perfect. You still deserve that stuff. You have a partner that's there to help you, and you you see that he still cares for you. I'm sure if you get that under, you know, get get that, be a master of your own domain in your mind, he'll go right along with it, and uh, it'll be okay. That's my first recommendation. That's all I can think of, but thank you for being vulnerable enough to show us a difficult situation. Yeah, yeah, right on BK, 100%. Um, I, I definitely agree with that, you know, find what makes you feel sexy and go for that. And it may be something different, right, than what made you feel sexy before. Mm. And that, that's okay. Um, you are clearly a survivor. And I love that you're already imagining how things are going to be when the chemo goes well and you've lost both breaths like you're you're like okay i'm looking at this down the line because i'm making it through this and that's that's sexy right there first of all and i'm sure that your husband sees that or your boyfriend excuse me um his boyfriend right yep, boyfriend yes um i'm the one who read the question anyway uh <laughs> so um <laughs> i just want to encourage you to like it's okay to have times where you don't feel sexy. I, I hear the question and, and of course, like, yes, we want you to be able to have those moments where you do feel sexy, but also don't forget to give yourself grace. And certainly don't come home from like around a chemo and like expect yourself to like put on lingerie and like <laughs> seduce your husband, like yeah. your boyfriend, excuse me. I keep doing that. Um, you know, find, Find the times where you feel like, oh, my libido is a little up right now and lean into it and see what makes you feel sexy. Touch yourself, you know, take sexy baths, do things that are pampering to yourself that make you feel sexy and feel free also when you have those moments of like a slight high libido to lean into it. And to like encourage it by playing with whatever makes you feel good, whether if, if your boyfriend's not there, you know, lean into it, get a, get your vibrator or your dildo or your shower head or your fingers or your whatever you may use 
out and pleasure yourself so that when those moments come and your libido is high, you can stoke that libido and keep it higher um, for moments when you're not mm. feeling so sexy, right? Um, it'll just help you chemically and it'll give you that dopamine hit, which generally speaking will make you feel happier and sexier anyway. Same thing with exercise when you're feeling up for it, go and take yourself out for a walk or go for a run or whatever it is that you like to do to exercise. Make sure that when you're feeling healthy and you're feeling up to it, that you're prioritizing your physical health, because that's going to make you feel sexier for sure. And then finally, I would also just say, just, you know, talk to your boyfriend about it. Yep. Be honest with him, be open with him. Um, find out what he finds sexy about you mm -hmm. and lean into those things. Maybe that will help you feel a little bit sexier as well. And I, I also just want to encourage you, like, I don't know where you are in the world, but um, a lot of times when you have both breasts removed, you can also get implants as well. Um, and they're, they're covered as part of that surgery. So if that's something that you want to have, it is an option. Um, I had a very good friend who recovered from breast cancer and holy shit, her boobs look amazing. Um, I think it took her a little while to get there, but she looks hot. Um, and she was like very open and sharing like how all of that worked and how she got her implants and which implants she chose and how she, she had them inserted and all this stuff. And, you know, she's back to being vibrant and having a wonderful, happy, amazing sex life. So I just want to encourage you, like there is another side to this tunnel. You're going to get out of it. And, um, I, your boyfriend's very lucky that you even thought to ask this question mm -hmm. and just want to remind you to please be kind to yourself for those moments when you just don't want to feel sexy. That's okay too. That's awesome. I love how you said, you know, you don't always have to feel or be sexy because it's like there's sexy physical and metaphysical. And a lot of the question is about the physical. And that's why I love how you said the start of it, you said, you said you're a fighter, you're a survivor and that's sexy as fuck. That's not anything to do yes. with the physical stuff. You're a fighter and a fighter in bed is super sexy. So fight to be pleased and fight to please him or her. And that's sexy as fuck. So don't worry about the, you know, don't get too much in the mind about that. You can be sexy. No, I may not feel sexy physically. You don't always have to feel that way. But if you feel sexy metaphysically, you can fight for the right to please each other. Vote for me. Anyway, um... <laughs> Right. For the right to please each other. I was thinking of that too. Yeah. Uh, and party. Party is the same word as pleasing each other. Anyway, I forgot before we started, we did do a poll on YouTube. So all of you listening on oh, podcast yeah. land, you can come check that out. If you're in the Discord, How's that going right now? if you're a Patreon Discord member, oh, yeah. you, we do post that after the show. So it's, uh, yeah. Let's not give it away this time. Don't give away the percentages. Okay. Yeah, don't give them away yet. Here, I'll I'll give the options in the in in audio so podcast listeners can uh, understand what I'm talking about. The poll is: What's your favorite sexy way to recharge your health? Your favorite sexy way to recharge your health is it sexercise, massage and spa, sleep and Z's, or food and friends? Keep you get your votes in now, and we'll close it yeah. at the end of the show. We'll let you know how that is. I we said that last time and we didn't do it. Um, we're gonna do it this time. No, you gotta remember. <laughs> gotta remember. But 
We'll see. <laughs> Add Those on of at the you end. In chat, remind us. Remind us not to close out the show without. But thank you all for listening. Goals. If we ever forget and you do want to catch up, you can always go to the links below wherever you're listening or watching. It'll be the links will be in the description below. And uh, for the again the Discord access with all of that stuff and Pillow Talk, Patreon.com forward slash Sexy Time Podcast. Thank you for all your support. And super sexy shout out to BK Johnson for making sure all that stuff is in place every week. Oh, thank you. We do not have a producer on this show. We do not have uh, interns on this show. It is just the two of us. And honestly, other than look, uh, other than making sure we have the right questions and helping to clean out our email and messaging some stuff on, on our Discord, like I pretty much just show up. Oh. And BK does all the work, and I'm so grateful for you, man. Thank you. You, you work so hard to keep this show moving and up and running. And when you're feeling sick or you're feeling well, you are always on it. And I'm just so grateful for you. Thank oh. you. Ditto back to you. She's being specially humble. She does a little bit more than that, but I really appreciate the, the kind words. So, and yeah, you guys are awesome. And we couldn't do it without all of you listening and watching. So, thank you. I'm going to cry, but let's get to another question. <laughs> let's go. Exercises to get sex fit. Very important. Coming from a 40-year-old male, he says, I'm finding as I get older, I'm losing stamina and getting easily out of breath. Particularly during morning sex, I do seem to have a bit more endurance at night. Wondering if there's any exercise routine you could recommend me to me for increasing endurance or stamina. I'm guessing that I'm going to try to probably just go down the old cardio and core work, but I am open to different suggestions or your thoughts on what, if that's the right plan. Thank you for all your help. All right. I mean, yes, hundred uh, percent cardio. If you're looking for ways to not be out of breath, uh, cardio is going to be a good bet. Um, although there are a lot of people who um, do lifting in such a way that it also, um, works them out in terms of cardio. Um, there are like a million different fads for this. I know CrossFit's a big one, um, but you know, it kind of depends on what makes you feel good and what makes you feel like you're having a good time working out. So you want to go back to it the next day or the day after that, right? Mm. Like whatever workout makes you feel good about yourself and makes you feel good about showing up to the workout, that's the kind of workout you want to do. Um, but yeah, of course, if you're trying to build up your like stamina and your physical health, then you're going to want things like stair climbing. Um, things that like really make you run out of breath, but mm -hmm. also just want to encourage you. Like um, it's normal to be out of breath in the morning. Um, it's, it's totally normal to, so like we have a lot of our larger muscle groups are slow twitch muscles mm. and they take like a couple of hours in the morning generally to warm up. Have you ever like, gotten out of the house and had to like climb up a bunch of stairs like within the first half hour of being up like and you're like oh why am I so tired that's because it's morning and your muscles aren't awake yet um so don't be so hard on yourself on that one just want to encourage you uh it's you're not like weird or like super super out of shape I mean I don't know if you're super out of shape but 
if you're feeling good at night, you're probably okay. Uh, and if you want to go ahead and work out more to give yourself some more stamina, good for you. It's not going to hurt you. And it'll just give you more longevity and a more fun life. Um, exercise is always a great bet. So yeah, mm -hmm. just do what makes you feel good and helps work out your heart. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, for me, myself, I'm very, uh, like game oriented, as you know, uh, as some of you may know, I ran a game show and stuff and, uh, I yeah. like gamifying things. So that was so fun. I can't like get into cardio easily sometimes until I'm chasing like a ball or something or trying to score, you know, in basketball is what I usually use because uh, basketball is really nice for just me in the hoop. And I can, you can make drills to actually increase your cardio by, you know, going to the three, three point line and then shooting. And then until you make three, three pointers, you're like jogging the whole time instead of just walking to pick up the ball or whatever, right? You're building up your cardio with little drills like that, but it keeps my mind oriented on the game that I'm playing or whatever I'm chasing. And it's kind of like that for like sex too. It's like, oh, you're chasing better sex. Okay. If you can get that in your mind while you're doing something that you enjoy as well, even better. But if not, if there is like, oh, you know, I, I'm not, there's nothing like that, but I'll try different cardios. Um, if you can always try to remember the reason you're doing it, it gives you that extra boost, right? Like I want to get back in basketball shape is usually do that. Or if, I, if you're thinking of like, hey, I'm going to get sex get better or, or at least elongate my sex at it or you know get better wind in my breath from doing this um it'll help you put drive farther i even i've even played games in my mind you know um especially when i was lonely in college like you, i'd reward myself with like masturbation if i'm like all if i hit 10 out of 10 free throws i'm gonna jack off <laughs> or, but i'm gonna run as I do this to build my cardio. And again, like you can link it together with stuff like that to make things interesting. That might not be for you, but that's me personally. Um, Just don't masturbate in public, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's why, that's why I was given a special locker room on my own. Stop it. <laughs> I knew the janitor paid him off. I said, don't worry, help me get in shape, buddy. And he's like, sure, what do you need? I need a private room after I hit Hilarious. my 10 free throws. Thank you, sir. All right, but yeah. Um, I like those ideas as well, but it is going to come down to cardio. Core does help, and that's why they, they talk about core with Kegels too, but that's not so much as lo a, a longevity because when you start doing the humping and pumping, you will get like sore if you haven't been like exercising those core muscles and the Kegels and whatnot. Um, and don't worry about that. That's why sex is a great source of exercise as well. Like they always talk about how many calories you burn. Sex is a great form of exercise, but if you're not doing other forms of cardio exercise before that, it's going to be really hard on all fronts. So again, um, I would focus more on cardio, but if you are concerned about um, harder erections or, or those core muscles that, with that part, definitely look into core and kegels, um, which is you can do whenever you feel like it. Like I could do it right now. In fact, I am. You can't tell the difference, can you? Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so there's exercises like that as well. But um yeah, it's going to be always cardio for longevity and stuff like that. So if because it, it makes sense if you're if you're able to run like a mile um, without losing your breath, then when you're having sex, um, you shouldn't be tired as soon. Oh, also one important thing: rest days. Don't be like if you you can always overtrain. You know that's why before nights of fights or before people like run marathons, they're not going to like be you're not going to be running or training right before. You actually do it. So don't worry if like, oh, I've been, I've been exercising a lot. Why is this difficult? Oh, wait, I just ran a little bit yesterday or I did a little bit, a little bit of exercise yesterday and I'm still not 
I'm still not performing as well as I want in the bedroom, it's probably because your body's recovering from that. So keep that in mind too. Don't overextend yourself, but get a good regimen and plan it out and, and do it for the sex. It's going to be great. I love that. I don't know about you, but it makes me want to go back to the gym. Right? Man. I also, mean, you know what's really good motivation? And I wouldn't I wouldn't tell this to the trainer, but a hot trainer is really, really good motivation. I, I would not tell her the reason that you're working out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but it's to... fun to have a hot trainer, man. That's that's always um motivation. It's true. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you That'd can afford a hot trainer, go for it. Yeah. All right. Uh let's see. Hmm. Oh yeah, this is an interesting one. Um this is this is uh this is not entire I, I don't know. This is not entirely this may be physical, this may not. I, I don't know, but I thought that this question uh works with our topic. So essentially I'm having a very strange, unusual reaction when I'm feeling, when I'm fooling around with people. Whenever I start making out with somebody and then it starts to progress, usually with one of us touching each other or kissing below the neck or mm -hmm. taking off clothes, mm -hmm. if it becomes more sexual than just romantic, I'm suddenly hit with this crazy feeling of exhaustion. Oh, it isn't so terrible that I need to stop, but I do have to push through this very strong urge to just pass out and close my eyes or sleep. What's wrong with me? Oh, no. Is that it? That's it. Oh, wow. Wait, so they didn't say if they, they push through and they actually finish? Is that, yep. I was waiting. They do. Yep. Okay. Well, one thing I definitely check with your doctor. Um, mm -hmm. That's first and foremost. There's no way we can diagnose, um, even if we were doctors, just by that information. But I would definitely make sure to check those things because, uh, yeah, that sounds like again, it would be it would be foolish of us to just recommend to go cardio. <laughs> <laughs> get your cardio built up because that's the normal what we think of to fix that because it's like oh it must be your cardio is bad but no that's not you know like you said it's it's unusual and that's uh that shouldn't be happening that way so definitely make sure it's all um checked up with it go to the doctor and do all the tests ask for all those because whenever you're dealing with that it's the same thing for you know even in even if it's not something like serious like the muscle or the heart or whatever or chest even though it sounds like it could be something with your blood flow which is fine they'll, they'll definitely help you with that but uh but like even with like torn muscles or something like a what is it called when you when you have those hernias right or when you have even uh one time my wife sneezed really hard aka orgasm but anyway no like uh, it, yeah she did that and and she like had a little minor tear in her stomach from or, on her muscle something like almost a hernia but not quite and so you're not supposed to like lift anything. You're not supposed to get excited, right? Like don't get excited. Don't, don't cause those extra things or the pressure. And, and that's what it sounds like you're dealing with. Something could be going on as something as small as a muscle tear. So it might not be as terrible, but when you're getting that exhaustion, it sounds like it's something else. So definitely check with the doctor. If it's not that, I, I mean, I think we could speak on that instead, but first and foremost, do not do 
anything that we're recommending or talking about until you see a doctor first and get that thoroughly checked out. Um, if it's more like that, I, again, there's usually two sides of anything like this, a mental and physical. Um, I would, first thing that comes to mind, if it was happening to me that way and I had everything checked out and everything was fine. Um, speaking of someone in chat mentioned that uh, because of my free throws, I'm the Michael Jordan of wanking or masturbation. I'll take that title as the Michael Jordan of masturbation. Um, watch that pattern. Um, like it can seep into your psyche and physicality. If you're always, uh, if you're kind of working hard on masturbation, when you get that same, a similar excitement, when you're actually going to have sex, it can leak into the bedroom that way. So watch your masturbation or fantasies as well. It could be a mental issue. If it's not physical, I do think it's more physical. Again, check your doctor before you're going down these lines. But the mental side, I would look at that. Physical side, uh, it's going to be similar to before. Get uh, It sounds like if your body can't handle excitement or something, it could be um, diet or cardio. Uh, so it could be something you're eating, bad re uh, bad reaction, or your body is, re is in a in a compromised state because of something you're intaking. Could be medication too, I don't know. But like something like that would be more the physical vein is what I would look at. But anyway, those are my thoughts, but definitely check the doctor first before you do anything. Yeah, uh, good advice. A hundred percent, this is more a conversation to be had with um, doctors and medical professionals um, and, and potentially mental health professionals. Um, just, you know, uh, I like that you mentioned it could be a circulation issue. I think that makes sense. It could be a heart issue. It could be a blood pressure issue. It could be a thyroid or some other kind of imbalance. I, I honestly have no idea, but it sounds like it's really important. And rather than just continuing to push through it, you need to make sure that you get this addressed as soon as possible. Because the last thing you want to do is like have a heart attack and then you can't remedy the situation anymore. So please uh, take care of yourself, go to a doctor. And if it's determined after testing and some exploration that, that you're not able to find the cause of this, then I, I would strongly recommend also talking with a therapist about it in case there's some kind of blockage or aversion or... I don't really know what's happening here, but but something maybe traumatic um, might be causing this that you're, mm. you might not even be aware of. Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, number one, talk to your doctor. Number two, talk to a therapist. Um, and of course, number three, in all of that, at the same time, also talk with your partner and make sure that they're aware of what's going on. Because um, if you're just pushing through it and you're not telling them about it because you don't want them to feel bad or something like God forbid something actually did happen to you, um, at least then they'd, they'd recognize the signs and they'd be able to help you. So mm -hmm. please, uh, no matter what you decide to do, make sure you're communicating with your medical professionals, hopefully a mental health professional as well, and your partner. Um, and and just keep an eye on it. I, I appreciate that you care enough to be asking and that you're not just pushing yourself through it because um, number one, you really need to take care of yourself here and make sure that you have the longevity to go the rest of your life. And hopefully it's a very long life. And um, yeah, keep us posted. Curious how this goes. Yeah, open for the best. Maybe it's something like I talked about before. You're just so damn excited with this partner. It's just overwhelming. Your body's just like on 
Cloud 99. I hope it's something like that, but it sounds like it's something else, so it's fine. Uh, it could be a combination of both, probably. So, All right. Um, oh, we have more time for questions. So you ready for another one? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I love how they're kind of onto the, the healthy and diet here. Okay, the question starts with, besides just a healthy diet and exercise, is there a way, is there a way to ejaculate more times per day or week? It comes from a 30-year-old male. He says... I can ejaculate maybe four to times a day max, but my usual is two to three times spaced out between morning, afternoon, and night. Uh, but when I'm doing this four to five days in a row, I lose my ammo. <laughs> and after a while of uh, doing anything, like trying to switch positions or doing blowjob or using our hands, I, I tend to throw in the towel. Um, and then the following days, I can maybe just only ejaculate once a day. And actually, my girlfriend is getting upset about this, like she's not good enough. So I'm looking for any tips or advice on this. Is there any like supplements or any things I can add to my diet or exercise regimen that I'm trying to get this thing going? Thank you so much for your help. Wait, wait, wait. Can you help me understand this? The girlfriend thinks she's not good enough because he's only ejaculating once or twice a day? That's what he said, but I don't think it's once or twice a day. I think it's actually, is it? I don't know. It sounds like his usual is two to three times, but I'm not sure if he's masturbating with that. I, it's very unclear. He did start by saying he can maybe do four to five times a day. His usual is two to three times. Um, but what he does four or five days in a row, that way he only does one time a day or something. He's monitoring his ejaculation uh, rates very well, but it wasn't clear if it was only with her. I don't know about that. But he did th okay. throw in that his girlfriend is getting upset about this. Hmm, he just says that like she's not good enough. Interesting. So take it for what you will. Ooh, I feel like we might be at another. Um, I, I this is above my pay grade kind of question. Um, myself, I have not uh, heard anything about this sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you could try. If you wanted to keep it up longer, mm. you could try talking to your doctor about ED meds like Viagra or Cialis. Um, in general, I do think it's a good idea if you're really curious about this and want to know what's going on to go see a urologist. Urologist urologists are really great uh, for men with sexual health issues. Um, not to say that you have a self sexual health issue. I'm not even sure that you actually have a problem per se. Um, I, I think this may just be your body. Um, but I would encourage you to make sure that you're drinking plenty of fluids to make sure that you're drinking plenty of electrolytes to make sure that you're getting plenty of sleep and to make sure that you're taking care of your health and eating well. Mm -hmm. Um, Beyond those things, again, I'm not sure that there's much that you can do that's healthy, uh, except to go talk to your urologist and see if there might be an underlying issue going on um, if you do want to ejaculate more. But I, I think what you're dealing with is normal. Um, so I, I might be wrong, but I want to encourage mm. you in that. I, I think you're normal. Um, most guys <laughs> yeah. don't have <laughs> Me too. like this amazing, you know, bull semen sort of like magic uh, refractory period thing where they can come like a hundred times in a row. Like most guys don't have that. Um, 
so so just to again encourage you like sleep well drink lots of water drink your electrolytes take care of your your body and and you know enjoy your partner um if if it's an issue where you're masturbating a lot and then you don't have any more ammo for mm-hmm. her you might want to curb the masturbation when you're going to see her in the day yeah um but aside from that i i again i don't think you have much of a problem i don't know if this is worth a google i i honestly have never looked up anything about this so chat was chiming on and this is making me laugh it's the engines captain she kind of take it in a more <laughs> but okay if it's not if you're not masturbating though i would say you may be dating a succubus <laughs> because like it's all going to be different or she's again like i'm not i was that was a joke but if it is that you're actually being with her each a time each times with this that it's like it is a it is a it's nothing wrong with you each each guys are different some guys can can have that multiple times other guys really can't and actually i would I, again this is shooting from the hip i'm not saying for sure but from what i've looked what i've heard and talked about i would say on average it's probably three times a day is plenty you know like five times is probably a, a, a little bit above average you know but like uh more than that and it's like you, your body has to be kind of made that way or you even train that way because i do think there's ways because again you're, you're asking how can i get better and i agree with alice um that hydration is the key um there's two things you know hydration is always going to be the, the key for people usually it's a question of not trying to orgasm more or ejaculate more it's more just like ejaculate more in quantity not in a quality not quantity that's it yeah the amount and stuff instead of it not being much right and that's a lot to do with hydration um for frequency it's usually just body and rest and then you can do things like again uh train body like i think it's like going to be something like cardio but i wouldn't know the exact details you'd probably want to ask people who particularly probably train for that maybe even porn stars do that i don't know but they usually use like a lot of viagra nowadays to help with that so to stay as a there's a double pronged battle there but i wouldn't um be worried too much if uh if it if you're not if you're not masturbating, um, it does sound like it would be more of a her problem saying she sounds like needy and she has a self-conscious, like, or like, a, what is it? Sub, what is it? She's too conscious of her looks or sexuality where it's like all self-conscious, self-conscious. That's what I mean. Yes. And I got you. Thank you. I live in Japan for six years. My English gets worse every day, <laughs> but I still can, I still can have sex. That's the important part. Uh, but with, yeah. So with her, it would be like that. But if you are masturbating, and that's why, uh, then it is going to be half, 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 half. She is, uh, at least she's being nice to communicate that she needs, you know, she's concerned and, uh, for the relationship to be healthy and, and mentally and physically. So if it is that because you're masturbating, then I would uh, look to that. It has to do with more like your frequency, not the quantity of getting hydrated and staying in shape. But if it is you're doing it with her all the time that way and she's getting to see you're, you're coming five times a day, I think it sounds like uh, that's the way your body's built. And if you, if you, you know, talk to her about it, know that, I mean, I'm just surprised that if that is the case, I don't think that's the case though, right, Alice? That would be kind of weird if she's saying I need more than three or five a day, like. I know. I mean, unless she just has she a very feels high libido, in which case yes. there may be just a libido mismatch, which is exactly. a different part of the equation here, you know? Yeah. And so. I, I will admit that. I I have done a little bit of googling here. 
<laughs> oh, good. Yes, please do. I was just really curious. Um, uh, I mean, I'm looking at things like Healthline and uh, Ben's Natural Health Blog and Mel Magazine, you know, just random things. But uh, apparently um, it does say that um, there is a benefit potentially for ejaculating more often to help reduce your risk for prostate cancer that's i've seen that a lot but a lot of times it's because people who don't like like don't even ejaculate for like days or months or right whatever that's, right that's usually so, what they mean by that it's not so this. I, yeah usually it's not, you don't have you don't need like multiple times a day to do that yeah um there's also this there's an old taoist taoist belief that uh controlling how often you ejaculate helps you preserve uh, your finite amount of energy, right? I'd agree and with some partially Taoist, that. Some Taoist teachers recommend that you only ejaculate 20 to 30% of the times you have sex. Oh, whoa, that low? Holy moly. That translates to two to three times out of every 10 sessions. Doing it wrong. I got it reversed. No, no, no. Well, unless you're a Taoist. <laughs> I think you're good otherwise. I think, um, I think if anyway. I, on a, on a normal day, or like if I was on a, a horny day of, of masturbation a lot, or a horny horny vacation with my wife, I would say three to five is normal for me in a day. Well, Anywhere so I've got some range. recommendations here uh, to be properly hydrated and take some zinc supplements. Zinc. I think I've heard that before. Um, but uh, apparently, according to a board-certified urologist, a male refractory period can last for minutes to days, depending on your age, um, how much arousal you get between sessions, your hormones and your overall health. So like your dopamine and testosterone levels can change all of this. Like there's a whole lot of things mm -hmm. that change how long your refractory period is, but literally like some men have days. Oh, days, really? Yeah, it says. High five. We're okay. Me and this question. Like the guy's asking this question. Right. So we don't so have to like worry just about days. to encourage Ooh. you, you know, um it's it's a lot of so, like I'm reading some things that say some men can ejaculate once or twice a day, whereas some guys can do it four to five times. I think it just depends on the person. And I, I wouldn't shame you yourself. Or being average. Yeah, I think it's a little above average, average actually. Underrated. I do right. think it's a little yeah, bit of average. Yeah, I agree with that yeah. too. Um, and and I like you know if your girlfriend's unhappy with this again, like I think the two of you need to just discuss mm -hmm. uh, what she needs. Maybe she needs a little bit more toy time. Maybe she needs just a little more attention from you. Yeah. Or that's or maybe big. she needs a little less masturbation so that you can focus more of your sexual energy on her if you're willing to do that. So I don't know if you're really concerned again, talk to your urologist, but it, it sounds like you're a normal dude. I'm so glad you touched on the attention thing. Cause it's one of my biggest pet peeves. Whenever we do our sexy soapbox and stuff, it's like, it's always the blaming sex or blaming the quality or sex or relationships as the problem when it's like all, no, it just needs, she just is, she doesn't want to cut to the point that could be critical for the relationship by saying, I need more of this. I need more attention. And it goes to like, 
oh, you're mas- you know, or like you're masturbating too much or you're ejaculating not enough or whatever it is. And it's like all that might not be the actual thing that's bugging her. <laughs> or it could be the libido. That's another thought. I love those thoughts. Else. Um, one, one little health tip, though, I did mention because we were chatting in chat a bit. If Again, if you want to see chat and see our lovely lovely faces and physical attributes uh, uh we are on youtube as well when we record this youtube.com forward slash sexy time podcast um but for health reasons um i was talking about an experience i've had the one time it was was it last question or two questions ago when you get really like exhausted and chest problems or whatever um that happened to me even though i don't really get that but i was try I, i've tried to orgasm like three times within two hours um it wasn't like i was do- setting that but we were having constant sex so it was like orgasm Mom's and take a little break up. orgasm again and go again and go again and like by the third by, by about that two hour mark the third time i was trying to orgasm my my chest started like freaking the fuck out and i felt like i was having a heart attack almost but it wasn't but thank god but it was like oh, oh shit i went too far so again if you're testing yourself to try to ejaculate frequently you might want to be very careful before you make any steps to just say, you know what, I'm just going to fucking go and keep going until it's like, I'll be careful with that for your health and safety Unless as well. you're Klingon and you're feeling like it's a good day to get a <laughs> good day to die. I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one way to go. <laughs> it's, it's better than some other ways. as good as any. I mean, I just, you know, don't, please, please don't take our advice and go kill yourself. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, you. yeah. Um, Look it up first. Yeah, no, no. And, no. And stay safe, as we say. Live sing. long and prosper. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Be most yeah. be half Vulcan at least. Right. So, uh, oh. So was that it? Was that our last question? That's our last question. Let's close up the poll Amazing. and announce the results. Amazing. Uh, let's see. Amazing. Get your polls. Thank you guys so mm. much for those questions. We appreciate you. Stay definitely healthy and sexy. Here it is. Uh, so I'll read it again. It is uh. What's your favorite sexy way to recharge your health? Is it exercise? <gasps> massage and spa? Sleep and Z's? Or food and friends? Oh my or God, options? I can't believe sleep pulled ahead at the end. That is exactly. crazy. We had sexercise was the number one for the whole show. And right at the end, sleep pulled ahead. In the beginning... Uh, about when we were starting the recording about, because we start the poll right before we start recording, it was all sexercise and massage and spa and no food and mm. friends or sleep. And I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be sexercise and massage and spa. But yeah, I'm shocked too. 40% sleep, 33% sexercise, 20% massage and spa, and 6% food and friends. Thank you for your votes. If you want to get, a, if you want to participate in that, um, you can always go to youtube.com forward slash sexy time podcast. Or again, if you're a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash sexy time podcast, um, you can go our discord. We keep the records of all our polls there. So go in our discord and check it out. Um, yeah, I admit I, I voted for massage and spa. I actually had a massage right before this episode. Oh, nice. I was debating massage, spa, and sexercise, but I was like, sexercise, I'm going to go with that one. It's like the essence of the show and it's true. Like... Um, I'm spoiled a bit. Me and my wife give each other's massages a lot at night. So it's kind of like we do that a lot. So I pay for mine. Oh, well. <laughs> what are you oh, do? I pay for mine just a different way. No. <laughs> ah, anyway, thank you all for watching and listening, wherever you may be. If, if you are wondering about all those links we talk about during the show, check it out below. It's in every description of every show in the podcast or on the videos. Look at the links in the description below. And again, we appreciate all your listening and watching. You're, you're fucking awesome. Stay sexy. 
Oh, I'm gonna close real quick. Anything you want to say before I close? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, we're so grateful for you all, and I hope you're having a beautiful start to your new year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's the year of the rabbit now, so don't forget to uh, have sex like bunnies. But, but you know, um, bunnies don't have condoms, but we can. Um, so you know, that's the stay safe part, right? I hear some of them have lovely wormholes, so it'll be fine. Just <laughs> you know, fuck like rabbits, baby. I love it. Yep. Be be. What was it? What was the, live long and prosper? <laughs> no, I was like, anyway. Yeah. Today's a good day to die. No, 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 no. Don't, no. Do that. don't do that. Stay sexy. Don't die. Stay safe. And don't get caught in public. Love you all. Thank you. See you soon. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this episode of Sexy Time. The party goes on after each show with unfettered access to your hosts in an uncensored and private live segment we call Pillow Talk. Become a Sexy Time subscriber to join in on the fun at patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sexytimepodcast. It is always a pleasure to see you there. If you've enjoyed our company and would like to support us, be sure to tap that share button and spread the love. Join us again next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another sexy time. Until next time, this is the Mistress of Ceremonies sending her love. Stay sexy. Stay sexy.